I'd like to jump back and talk about um, the Philly. <laughs> what a dick. Is it? What I, like, a... I do like those Philadelphia Bears, though. They're a great <laughs> side, aren't they? Hello and welcome to the Long Snapper Pod. Uh, this is uh, week 23. Um, what NFL week is it? I think it's week 24, week. actually. But yeah, we'll let you off. Week 24. <laughs> I reckon it's week 23. No, it might be. I can't remember. Yeah, I think it's week 23. What week is it in the NFL? We've had, just gone. we've had 13, 14s coming up. So yeah, yeah, week 23. Four, four oh, weeks e- episode, episode 23. So that's the hot intro for you, folks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm that's, joined... that's one take just one yeah. take that <laughs> no, no. Yeah. <laughs> if you couldn't tell uh, and I'm joined um, with Adam and Mark and Doug what's happening boys yeah good man you yeah yeah good sweet we are joined with Dougie but Dougie left and said we could start so we took every opportunity I'm half tempted to chuck the quiz in before he gets back <laughs> he would really hate that wouldn't he <laughs> he'd get so angry <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, do it. <laughs> what is the quiz? I'm looking forward to the quiz this week. Mark, you got the quiz? <laughs> yeah, so it's um, hopefully a welcome return for the Family Fortunes game that appeared a couple of weeks ago uh, where I give you um, a subject, someone buzzes in with their name to give, me an, to give me an answer. You then can either play or pass and the other person has to... Um, get as many of the 10 that they can um, they get a couple of lives and if it if they don't manage to do it then it gets handed over and the, the other person just has to get one answer to steal the points I've got to be honest and Adam I don't need to get offended because I think I know you do take pride in your quizzes and your quizzes in general <laughs> have been very very good but Mark that the, the family fortunes quiz might be my favourite that we've done <laughs> ever win, on the show did, did you win it? I don't know. Did I win? I've won a few. I don't know if I won that one. Did I can't I remember. That one? I, no, I think you probably did. Probably. Uh, let's, I, let's, go, I, let's go with that. Somebody turn it off. That. Here he <laughs> is. I can't, I can't be offended, Craig. I can't be offended. That just that just says to me, you're challenged to do better, and I will. I will step up. <laughs> That's it. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. Um, Mark, sweet mate. Let's crack on. Doug, catch up, mate. Right, Fam- family fortunes, yeah. right? Yeah, let's do it. Family fortunes, yeah. Yeah, Craig, Craig and I have got 12 points each. Um, <laughs> you lost a point for not answering when we nominated you. Other than that, we're, uh, we're, we're in. We're going. Right, right, boys. Um, I'll give you the first subject. Buzzer is your name again. Um, and then if you get it right, you get the option to play or pass. So, first subject this week will be the all-time most touchdowns in the nfl adam over to you you are in control who are you saying i'm saying tony gonzalez <laughs> tony gonzalez is incorrect you are what? out oh. dougie that dougie. didn't go well jerry rice jerry rice is number one in the list 208 touchdowns in his career are you going to play this or are you going to pass it over to craig Go, going on uh, going going on what happened last time i am passing the shit out of this <laughs> so craig you've already got jerry rice you need to just need to name as many of the other nine as you can um over to you so this is people who have scored touchdowns so not Stop, quit, quit stalling and start answering people no, who, people who so score obviously Basically exclusive of quarterbacks. Your yeah. touchdown part. Yeah, cool. Correct. Yeah, people who um, Yeah, yeah, I understand. Okay. Uh, fuck. So I've got, how many, I've got to get as many as I can, isn't it? I'm not going to be able to do this. As many as you can. You don't just as many as you can. And then if you know you could get you could only get four. But if the if Doug can't name another one, then you still get the points. Emmett Smith. Number two, 175. Uh, Randy Moss. Randy Moss is number four, correct. 157. T.O. Fitz. Megatron. Not on the list. Uh, LT. T 
you've, got one, got? you've got one to five. We now need six to ten. Adrian Peterson. <laughs> that is your third life gone. <coughs> Doug, over so, to you. If you can name one more, you win the six points. Okay. So it's got to be a wide receiver who played for a long, a long time. Thurman Thomas. <laughs> ah. Boom! Was not <laughs> on the list, though. Craig, the points are yours. You get five points for the answers you got. Congratulations. The other options you could have had were Marcus Allen, Marshall Falk, Chris Carter, Marvin Harrison, and Jim Brown. All right, I'm happy with that. Okay. I'm happy with that. Good work. Okay, next on the list is we are going to go with the most. This is a top seven, so there is only you only get one life with this one. And it's the most oh. rushing touchdowns this season. Craig, Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott is on the list. He is number two. Do you want to play or pass? I'm going to play. He's going to play, boys. Right. Craig, over to you. There are six more. You get one life. Yeah, okay. LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn McCoy is correct. Number six. Le'Veon Bell. He did have a ban. Fuck though, who else scored a lot of touchdowns? Matt Forte. <laughs> no, wow! Craig oh. is out. Right, boys, I'm going to chuck it over to you. You literally have to name another running back in Adam. the NFL. Don't Adam, you're Adam. in. Go. DeMarco Murray. DeMarco Murray, yeah. Murray is, is, is number seven, but you're in. You get three oh, points for that, Adam. Just... Wow. Shit. You could have had the other ones you missed. Number one is LeGarrette Blunt with 13. Oh, yeah. How can you miss Big Gary? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. David Johnson and Latavius David Johnson. both have 11. Uh, Melvin Gordon you missed with 10. Oh. Um, and then you've got LaShawn McCoy and DeMarco Murray. So three points to you, Adam. Congratulations. Thank you. Next. Oh, That's an easy one to miss. Yeah. Next on the list is the most all-time receiving yards. Craig. Craig's gone again. Uh, Tio. Uh, is number two. Craig, are you going to play a pass? Right, because I know we've been doing the wide receiver preparation for the ultimate team, I think everyone's going to be pretty clued up on this. So what is it? What am I going for? Is it a top 10, is it? It's the top 10 most all-time right. receiving yards. I don't want... Where's everyone's hands? Because I don't trust these boys. Their research <laughs> might be up. Their research might still be up is, is determining whether I play or pass. Because they only have to get one, so I'm going to pass. Because uh, I can he, come back in, can't I? Uh, you can come back in if... The, yeah, when, I'll pass. You, you don't come back in, but you if you if they don't get If they the get pass, it wrong. Then yeah, it yeah, comes yeah, back yeah. To Sweet, yeah. I'll pass. Who are you going to pass to? I'm going to pass it to... Doug. Wait, 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 where's that hand? Where, where, what are my hands doing? Jerry oh, Rice. Hands up all times, G. Jer <laughs> Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice is number one. All where's his eyes looking? Hands. Where are his eyes My looking, eyes are looking James? at the mo audio monitoring, want, so I can check whether your microphone's popping or not. <laughs> I want to look at me. Uh, <laughs> Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison is number seven. So I've got, I've got one, two, and seven, right? Correct. Okay, so let's go with Heinz Ward. One life gone. Okay, um, Calvin. No, don't check, check it. It has down. We've said no. Let me, let me check it. Let me check that <laughs> statement. All right, Randy Moss. He's only got one more life. No, that's what I mean. He's got one life left. Yeah. Okay. No, he's got no life left, in fact. Um, oh, yeah, Fitz. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald is number 10. I, this, this is so weighted in favour of not answering questions, isn't it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, if you get a lot, then you're relying on them to know who you can't remember. My, so if you get the obvious... Michael Irvin. My, Michael Irvin. <laughs> really? Oh, bad luck, Doug. Is that all three of my lives? So it, that's all three of your lives gone. I'm going to throw it over to shout out either Craig or Adam for the remainder. You've got to get one to steal the points. Adam. You... Oh. Adam, he's in. Name me someone with... I'm going to say somebody who I said earlier, Tony Gonzalez. 
Penny Gonzalez is number fifth. He's yeah. Number fifth. <laughs> number, fifth. number five, correct. He could have had uh, fifth, an, Antonio great. Gates as well, I bet he's on there, isn't he? He's not, no. No? It's an odd one. Adam, Adam that is six points for you. Congratulations. Shit. You could have also had. Fourth on the list is Isaac Bruce. Yeah. Uh, Six on the list is someone who has appeared on the list earlier on is Tim Brown. Um, you could, you've also missed on Steve Smith, who became number eight, I think, last week or the week before, and Reggie Wayne. What's the score? What, don't I have seven? Adam's on nine, you're on five, and Doug's yet to score. Cool story, yeah. bro. Let's get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, we are going to go with final subject. This week uh, is the all-time most passing yards. Dougie. Dougie. I'm going to play because I has... need all 10. <laughs> you do need all 10. To... All 10 would win you the game. <laughs> okay. Um, so give me give me an answer. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning is number one. <clears throat> Tom Brady. Tom Brady is number five. Brett Favre. Brett Favre is number two. Drew Brees. Drew Brees is number three. Good start. So, how many is that? Four or five? You've got four so far. Uh, Kurt Warner. <coughs> Joe Montana. <coughs> two lives You're down. You're joking. I am not. All right, John Elway. John Elway is number six. That is correct. Phil Rivers. <coughs> Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Craig is in. Uh, so, Craig, if you can get one of the remaining points. Uh, Dan Marino. Dan Marino is number four. <laughs> <laughs> ah, <he's... laughs> okay, wait, wait, play that music. <laughs> Craig, you steal, you steal six points. Uh, I nailed it. Such a <laughs> such a he hates it. He's so angry. If you could see Dougie's face, he hates it. <laughs> Um, could have Jeez. also had at number seven is Warren Moon. At number eight, who um, I think went number eight fairly recently, is Eli Manning. At number nine, Fran Tarkington. And number ten is Vinny Testaverde. I had Fran Tarkington. Vinny Testaverde played on a lot of teams to get that I, I, spot, didn't he? I was trying so hard to surreptitiously cheat there, but I just couldn't do it. <laughs> couldn't, I'm couldn't gonna get... enjoy listening to that back. <laughs> Congratulations, Craig. Nice one, Mark. Carried it on, mate. This has remained my favourite quiz. <laughs> why, why is that? <laughs> okay, so listen, before we move on uh to talking a little bit of NFL. Uh, very quickly if you're on Twitter follow us Long Snap Pod um, if you're on Facebook like the page Long Snapper Podcast and to hear this in your ears check us, check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes plugs done um, we're going to talk some football uh, multiple snowballs this week uh, no there is nothing quite like watching football in the snow like it does look ridiculous and uh, the games seem to tell us that uh, you guys see the stat from the San Fran um, Chicago game zero completed passes within the first half or something like that somebody will know the time I'm sure I mean just mental you boys catching in the San Francisco Chicago or Houston Green Bay game Listen, it don't, it don't, you didn't exactly have Dan Marino and Drew Brees <laughs> playing in that game in uh, Philly, though, did you? To be fair, <laughs> let's be honest. I, don't, yeah, I think that this is as much to do with the snow and as much to do with the fact that you had uh, Matt Barkley versus, in the end, Blaine Gabbert and, you know, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to, be, to be fair, Aaron Rodgers didn't exactly light up um, himself, did he, in, in Lambeau in similar conditions. Um, two pretty awful games, but made much more enjoyable by the weather. I, I'd love to see a bit of misfiring players sliding around. One of my favourite games ever was that farce in Philadelphia a few years ago with knee-deep snow, where no team could even attempt an extra point. Um, it's just, yeah, you wouldn't want it every week, but what a spectacle. Great fun. A bit harsh, I think, on Rogers there, Aaron. Um, Aaron? Aaron Rodgers. 
Bit harsh, Aaron. Bit, <laughs> bit, bit, bit harsh. 20, 20, 20 for 30, 209 yards and two touchdowns, no interceptions. I thought he, I thought he was all right. Green Bay are designed to win these kind of games, aren't they, in December at home? Um, that's why they tend to do quite well. It's just, it's just a shame for them. They've been so shit the rest of the year that it's not going to make any difference for them this season. Those, those numbers surprised me, actually. It, took, it seemed to take him a while to finish that finish that game off. The Texans were in it too long for my liking. The Texans just shouldn't win football matches. I don't know how they do. I still don't know how they're top of the AFC South. Well, I do. It's because it's a shit, shit division. And they're all six and six. But like they're, they're so. Whenever I watch them, they're awful. I don't know how they're in games. They're just they're a terrible team. I'd like to just um, jump back to the Chicago against the uh, San Fran game and talk Whee! about a couple of bits. Um, <laughs> if I were to, to to say to you that maybe the uh, maybe the Bears have stumbled across a developmental quarterback, one that they could potentially look to lead them into the future. Bearing in mind that I I panned the guy last week and I put quite a derogatory tweet or WhatsApp message out about him. Pro Football Focus, which many of your your biggest sort of NFL pods, the ones with the knowledge actually use, are kind of insinuating that Matt Barkley has been the best of the Chicago Bears quarterbacks this year. In fact, so much so that they're advocating that he should be the long-term replacement for Jay Cutler, which, if you'd seen him in his first couple of years in the league, is a bit of an amazing stat, really, but... Uh, a couple of you mentioned that he, he had a couple of nice throws and he's, he's looked all right. So maybe the Bears have, out of this absolute train wreck of a season, have stumbled across something that may benefit them in the long term. I, I can tell you that I paid more attention to how he did against the Titans two weeks ago for obvious reasons. Um, he, he didn't do a lot wrong. I'm going to say that. His receivers let him down and let the team down. If if Chicago lost that game, it was not on Mark Mark, Mark or Matt or uh, anybody oh, anybody Barkley, whoever, whichever team we he plays We don't believe in facts over here anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's an interesting study because he's like this Californian lad who was like the, the Californian state high school darling, recruited to USC, was amazing in, at USC until his senior year and then just fell off a cliff, fell in the draft, got stuck in bad situations as a quarterback and that that potential was never realized but maybe he's in a situation where it can be developed now and he, he seems to be in a, a situation where maybe people are talking him up and as as I seem I, I I'm becoming talking myself more around to this that the more the media talks about something the more likely it is to happen because the, the league's quite reactionary <laughs> isn't it you know wasn't he somebody who was who was tipped to be tipped to almost go really high in the draft like a year before yeah yeah he was he opted to stay for his senior year at usc and if he'd have left he was being he was being tipped to be the first overall pick and he stayed for his senior year and just completely fell off a cliff and it's cost him millions and millions of dollars but you know that that potential is still in there and Pro Football Focus seems to be the, the yeah. tool that most of the guys use when they're analysing stuff. So maybe maybe there is a glimmer of hope there for the Matt Barkley fan club. He, he was decent, no doubt about that. But the the one caveat was that he was playing the Niners, who fuck me are are awful. They're an awful side. Um, so he didn't have he didn't have to do a huge amount to beat them. But yeah, he has he's looked decent. Well, they'll certainly have every opportunity there because there's fuck all left at Chicago. Um, you'd expect him to start for the rest of the year. Moving over to uh, Carolina. Seven points. Can't stop anything. Has there, been, has there ever been a bigger fall from grace? Uh, they talk about Super Bowl hangover. Uh, these lot are blind drunk. Thoughts? Uh, the wheel, wheels probably coming off a bit there, aren't they? Cam's breaking dress codes and Ron Rivera's throwing his getting his minge out and you know it's uh I think I think they're they're just desperate for the season to end much like I was in fantasy uh, <laughs> yeah I think I said a couple of weeks ago that on the offense they just don't look right the, the defense is, has become crap offensively they've lost the swag just not the same team 
They're, they're, they're sort of the ultimate irrational. Like Bill Simmons has this thing called like an, an irrational confidence team or an irrational confidence player. That they're, they're, they're a team that rode the, cre- the crest of a wave and yeah. managed to just stay on top of that wave nobody quite knew how they were doing it and they and but then it became like a force of nature they were just winning games because the all conquering panthers were coming into town they didn't if you actually dissected that team and looked at their pieces they were without kelvin benjamin they were doing it with ted ginn you know yeah maybe it was a still doing it <laughs> yeah well, maybe, maybe it was a hall of mirrors you know they they i don't know that defense last year was for real and there were times over the last two years where you looked at Cam Newton and you thought, how do you stop this man from playing well? Uh, I, I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's no, it's no, uh, it's no secret. They, they look a completely different team. Um, I do think Josh Norman's a big loss on the back end, but God, how, how do you go from being arguably the best in the league to, to not being able to compete? I think that a lot of it was shown in the Super Bowl, wasn't it, against the, against the Broncos? You get in his face and he doesn't like it. And teams have done that since game one this year. They've attacked him and he's not been able to cope with it so far. Is there an element of, uh, you know, tanking? I, so I watched, I watched too Brown. much of the, the Jets game on Monday night. Blimey. I'm sorry, oh. Greg. Oh, it's, it was horrible, that man. Was, that wasn't a game. I mean, you know what? It's not... I don't mind... We can move on to that and touch on it very briefly, but from the, you know, dying valiantly to rolling over and getting bummed, it was that was horrible. That was horrible, lads. What? What? I, I, I've, I've got no words really. That was a, that was a pounding of the high sword. We were put to the sword. Though, well, that, that game was over from the first three and out. Yeah, and there were probably fourteen minutes and twenty seconds left in that first quarter, and that game was done. It just they just didn't. The only person on their team that seemed to show up and actually care was their quarterback who got benched, um, you know, rightly or wrongly. But I'd hate to see that. I, and they, they just just couldn't be bothered. It's just horrible. It's horrible to watch. And weird after the game against the Patriots, where I thought the Jets looked like they had a bit of signs yeah. of life. Um, and Absolutely. To a point where I, was, I actually thought the Jets had a really good chance in this game, but they just they were nothing. It was bizarre. You saw a frustrated coach who didn't know what to say. Um, and, I mean, the biggest... They're a Revis. I mean, what's happened? This guy, you wouldn't throw it in one one point or, uh, you know, one one point in time. Now, he's getting thrown on and it's a completion every time. Sad times at the Jets. Really, it's, really troubling. It's it's always been known that Darrell, Darrell Revis is in it for one reason only. And if his motivation for that has gone and... Uh, I think um, if, if, like I say, if his motivation for that has gone, then what's he got left? I think he's basically. I wouldn't be surprised for him to go as a free agent next year, sign a massive contract somewhere, and get waived in the off season. Yeah, I can't see. I can't see him. I, I, I actually think he'll stay at the Jets purely because I don't think there's any market for him anymore. Um, but let's let's not let's not uh, the Titans at Abbey. Let's not let's not flog that out. Uh, well, only he's got to be yeah. able to cover someone. Though. Uh, Panthers, can't cover the Panthers anyone. to take him at the minute. Yeah, maybe the Panthers, but you can't cover anyone. Um, let's talk good football. And, you know, fast becoming my two favourite teams, Buffalo and Oakland. Fantastic game. Probably my favourite game of the season. Uh, Buffalo, so crazy with their multiple formations. Oakland loving a fourth quarter rally. I mean, you know, this was the shining light of the weekend, was it not? There wasn't a lot of excitement around this week. I didn't think in terms of the in terms of the games. There was a lot of like decent sized blowout wins. I called this at like at twenty four nine. I text you boys to say this one's done. The Bills are amazing. And then, yeah, you shouldn't have done that. No, I tell, I tell you what, though. I tell you what. There's one thing about this game. I think this is the game that's cost Tyrod Taylor his starting gig as a an NFL quarterback for next season. Mm. He, oh. he, I really hope not. Considering, considering he um, was looking deep for that first quarter, he went um, nine of ten, hundred and hundred and two yards, I think it was. For the rest of the game, he only completed another eight passes for about eighty yards. When he has to do it. 
in the pocket and show a bit of composure, he bottled it. He looked average. He's a quarterback that can use his legs and is exciting to watch when he's doing well, but he missed and he doesn't even see open receivers. Um, there's there's something wrong with him as a pocket passing quarterback that I think will cost him the starting starting job. He's due to get 27 million in the offseason. There's no way he's going to get it. Khalil Max, no joke, bro. Yeah, yeah, he got there before me. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like he weren't there on his own. There was, there was, there were times that he was. There were open receivers that he just didn't even look at. He, he, he's turning when he takes it like a three or four step drop, and he's looking to turn into trouble to run because he wants to use his legs instead of taking a couple of steps forward to chuck a pass to someone. And he, he's just not doing it. He hasn't developed enough this year to earn himself the $27 million that's coming this way. And I think this could be him done in Buffalo. Where's my stack, Claxon? <laughs> I don't know, Doug. You're the one who puts it in. Um, pressure. Pressure does for better quarterbacks than Tyrod Taylor. Um, he was pressured on forty, okay. uh, nearly 50% of his passes. 50% of his yeah. passes. If Tom Brady was pressured on 50% of his passes, he wouldn't be Tom Brady. And we've seen that but in playoff games. There's not a chance in hell Tom Brady would have missed the open receivers that Tyrod Taylor. And there was countless, but, but, there's countless highlights of it and loads of examples where he, he had time in the pocket. And yeah, he was pressured, but there was times that he had plenty of time and he missed, missed receivers. There was one when we were 24-9 up when Sammy Watkins was stood on his own and he just didn't see him. And he does it too many times. Too he, many times. A, he holds the ball longer than any quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, because he's looking to run. It's his first instinct is to run. Yeah. Not pass. But he's running into trouble and it's costing us. There's there's a reason. The Bills are winning games because they are the number one ranked rushing team in the NFL. They are also the number 32 ranked passing offense but in the NFL. I see what you mean. But going back to Craig's original point of... Um, loving all the crazy offense and all this. If you've got a quarterback that's a rhythm quarterback and needs to be playing and needs to be in the game, as it would seem that Taylor does, why are you putting in wildcat plays? Why are you doing this? You know, it's, it's I a love it though. I love it. It's, it's, a Rex, it's a very Rex Ryan thing to do, isn't it? To have no faith in your offense, to constantly be gimmicking Shout it to Rex up. Ryan. Um, but would Rex, would Rex Ryan do it if he knew if he knew that he had a quarterback that could hit an open receiver and Rex like Ryan's step up into the pocket? Rex Ryan's never had a quarterback that can do that. He's never done no, it because he likes no, gimmicks. Probably... He likes gimmicky quarterbacks. He like he, he he liked Mark Sanchez because he was Mark Sanchez, a big big name. And and, and, and Anthony two, Lynn two, is two, back very to much... back AFC games. Anthony Lynn is game. very much and the, a butt fumble. You know, He's the type of guy that will, you know, he likes to run the ball, the new offensive coordinator in Buffalo, and that's fair enough. But it, when, you, when you're coming up against teams that figure out that if all you've got to do is stop the run and you'll, you ask the quarterback to pass and he can't do it. But if um, your identity is running the football, you don't need a, a pocket passer. If, if you're saying you, that your you, offensive coordinator's game plan is to run you the do, football, what you do when the don't blame Tyrod have, Taylor that he's having to run. Yeah, but you need a pocket passer. When the defense realizes after a half, well, all we've got to do is stop the run and we can but, make, let's make him pass it. But you can't do it. And then built, they score 29 unanswered points. Your offense is built around a run with an option threat. You're not going to have an option threat offense with a pocket passer. They're incompatible. Well, so you can't, yeah, you can't okay. have both. Uh, apparently, <laughs> you can't you can't have your cake and eat it too. Looking at the all other right, side, right. looking looking at the other side of the ball, um, we've got Derek Carr, another fourth quarter drive, another stellar veteran looking um, performance. It, are Oakland the best team in the AFC? And two, is Derek Carr the MVP? Well, one, they're not the best team in the AFC West. So okay. that's that answer. <laughs> um, and, and Derek Carr... Uh, the, the standings would disagree with you. Well, yeah. well next, is it KC Oakland next week? I think the scoreline of that will agree with it me. It is Thursday, Thursday night. Uh, Thursday night. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think he's in with a prayer of MVP. It's going to Dallas, isn't it? It doesn't matter what happens. Yeah, I don't think he'll get it either. Um, but actually, that that's not necessarily the worst thing for the Raiders. I don't think they, they seem to be. I mean, they're ten and two. Nobody can quite believe it. It's it's just you know from eight and two, nine and two, ten and two. You there's still almost a little bit 
you know, they might be, they might have the buy in the AFC, but they, they're still not quite getting noticed. Well, they're, as they're, silly as that sounds, they're this year's tech, they're, they're they're this year's Panthers. They're riding that wave. I think what's good about him is the fact that they're doing it, and you know, they're with the pressure that came with them being a really fancy team this year. You had like the Jags, who everyone thought were going to be really good, and they've just bottled it. Whereas the Raiders have managed to progress and develop and keep winning games, despite the fact that everyone had their card marked as being a fancy team this year. So fair play to them. I think they think they're doing well. They're I'll finding say, ways to win in difficult games. That they're winning games that they have no right to win, and that that's got to say something. What what it says to me is you need three things in order to win a lot of games in the NFL. You need a quarterback that gets hot. You need a glimmer of a running game. You need a good wide receiver and you need one standout defensive player. You look at Denver last that year. That was definitely four, four things. things. Definitely right, four. That was four definitely things. four. Don't edit this. That is definitely <laughs> four things. Three, four things. Okay. Well, you need those, you know, you need those four things. There's some things. Yeah. But you don't know what there is a number of things. What I'm saying is a hot quarterback makes up for a lot. Makes up for a lot, and and Derek Anderson. Of course, it does. Derek course. Anderson, Derek Carr. Brilliant. He's on form this evening. Don't worry about that. <laughs> only, um, only the best. <laughs> but uh, starting yeah. quarterback Derek Anderson this week. Yeah, yeah. That's why I got confused. Um, <laughs> look, they've got they've got the standout. They've got the uh, they've got the Luke Keekley from last year. They've got the Cam Newton from last year. They've got the Ted Ginn from yeah. last year in 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 um, Crabtree. Who's who's stepping up and making plays in support of a, an exceptional receiver? They've got all the elements of a, a of a buzzy team, and they're and they're they're doing that. I'll tell you what else they've got: Marquette King. <laughs> well, we've got to give we've got to give him a shout yeah. out. I mean, my favourite thing in the world at the moment. I I didn't think there could be a punter that could be even half as brilliant as Pat McAfee. Um, but that that thing with the flag, I mean, <laughs> just it's it, it's a ridiculous penalty for him to give away. But you can't you can't not love it. From my uh, favourite uh, game of the weekend to talking about a really sad, sad, um, <laughs> sad incident over the weekend. Uh, uh, if you didn't know. Uh, Can we have and some you, sad music over this? Play some, uh, this play yeah. some real, like even like like death march shit. Like like <laughs> this is bad times. Um, you would have heard the NFL and its machine plug the Damien became the winning winningest. That's such a shit word. Winningest word. QB in NFL history. Winning it. I mean, yeah, it does. You're right, Adam. What a. I mean. <laughs> It, another accolade he's acquired following the sale of his soul. Um, the spawn of Satan became the winningest QB in NFL history. And we're going to have to hear around about this for the rest of football time. I'm, I'm stuck with that in my ear hole forever. The winningest QB of all time. I had, I had non-NFL fans asking me, about Tom Brady, he's he's reached the news that non-NFL fans hear about it. He, that's that's how far this has got, and the, and I got asked, yeah, he's he's that's an incredible achievement. He's dominated. He's, he's the best in the history of the game, isn't he? Well, he's cheated better than everybody else yeah. more often. <laughs> Two hundred times. Preach. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, uh, what, what can we say? Move on. What's next? I want, to hear what Doug, I want to hear what Dougie has to say about it because as we all know and as he admitted a couple of weeks ago that the um, the, the Patriots are a second team so I'd be interested <laughs> to hear what he's got to say about it uh, like literally just could not give less of a fuck <laughs> I honestly couldn't he's like, the worst couldn't care he looks like the type of guy who says shucks doesn't he he's just such an arsehole I can't stand him do you know what he does he probably leave Tom probably, Brady alone he probably counts his billion leave him alone he's a, he's super a good guy yeah, he doesn't can, give can, a fuck what you money, think shags his super yeah. I don't care and goes, I don't I care what I don't Craig care. Edmonds I, thinks honestly <laughs> I don't, and I don't give a shit about that either fuck you bro I don't care whatever you're still you at the end of the day. We both know what that means. So yeah, I think that's model a, wife for millions of dollars. Yeah, cool, whatever. Well, you got, but you got Kenny look himself in the face, though. Probably, he probably does every morning and goes, 
Man, no, I'm what I gave, life. what he gave away, he gave to the. He sold his soul. You can tell. You, you can tell he's soulless. The way he walks around, he just looks like there's no soul in there. You can just you see it. You know when you can just tell that guy's got no soul. <laughs> <laughs> I think as a, when he looks a in the mirror, there's no pretty, reflection. There's nothing. <laughs> Just a, just like a washed out fade with, with and a scroll and blood dripping down the side of it. This is going to a dark place. Congratulations to Tom Brady. Let's move on, Craig. Let's move on. So, following our very accurate uh, reflection of the week's games, um, anything else? Anything to shout before we uh, wrap up the NFL? Well, I've got. What, sorry, what Craig. That? No, Adam. I've got to big up the Chiefs. Sorry. Um, uh, do you know I was going to do that for you? But yeah, well, I, I shouldn't because they're my team. Um, <laughs> you, you know, Doug will not miss an opportunity to blow his own trumpet. Sorry, sorry, I'm so oh, shocked by that statement. I can't get my words out. Sorry, <laughs> you just hell. Sorry, Captain Humble. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've just, just, just finished with the brass polish on mine. Yeah, it's, yeah. Looking, it's looking pretty fan. Did I mention I won the Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, no, I've got, I've got, you got to have a word for the Chiefs. Beating the Falcons at home uh, in that, that win, if you were playing Madden about five years ago and you were in the Super Bowl, that shit happens in that game because a computer doesn't want you to win. You know what I mean? The, no, it the, doesn't because they weren't the rules back then. Oh. That wouldn't have happened. Oh, Jesus that, and, that's, and that's something. <laughs> Throw me a bone, Adam. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Incredible. Um, what, what, quite what the the Falcons were doing, I have no idea. I mean, it stitched our accumulator quite nicely. Yeah. Um, but, you know, every cloud. <laughs> they were a good statement win I thought for the Chiefs fair play to them I didn't think that they had it in him to go to go and win in Atlanta um, I can't decide where I stand on the Chiefs because their record is brilliant um, they win a ridiculous amount of games but I still don't fancy him to get anywhere near winning the Super Bowl I can't work out why I, it, is it just down to uh, like um, because to Alex Smith? Smith is the dictionary definition is that of it? average is that what it is? Yeah, I yeah. think it, I can't think what else it can be. I know that they, they don't have play won. the most exciting brand of football, but they just win games all the time. 19 of the last 23 stack packs. Which, which is ridiculous. And it's, I mean, it's um, their, their winning record is unbelievable. Their, their defence is amazing. Justin Houston is one of the best defensive players in the league by far. But I just don't think that, I, I almost don't think they're going to go into any game winning it. But I, I don't know why. Because they're clearly a very, very good football team. So yeah, I, I've been waiting a long time for the Chiefs to be this good, and it, it it feels really good that you know we might be heading into the playoffs. Not actually, you know, I, I think we could potentially get a bye. You look at the NF, the AFC. There's potentially a, a chance the Chiefs could get a bye, especially if we beat the Raiders this week. I think that's that's key for them as well. They've the last couple of couple of times in the playoffs, they've they've had difficult road games. Uh, they lost to the Patriots, haven't they, recently? Mm. Um, that by and a game at Arrowhead could make all the difference for them. I must admit, I do like uh, Andy Reid and Alex Smith. Uh, so I, I think they've got every chance. I think that'll do us for NFL this week. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's getting to the end. I always get to this part of the year, getting up to Christmas, thinking we haven't got very long left. And you wait all year for it. Not very long left. Uh, so, yeah, that's our NFL for this week. So let's talk uh, fantasy. Uh, play that tune, Doug. Big Ben, Bill Taylor, Dak Prescott, Fat Rob, Defensive players are idiots. So if you're uh, if you're playing fantasy football this week, you either are likely to have clinched and you're in, or you are sitting wallowing, thinking about how it went wrong and how unlucky you've been and how close you were, but it just didn't fall your way. So to help you do that, we're going to look back at the uh, top 12 um, fantasy picks and make a decision that if you took one of these boys, you're in or out. So we're going to look at the top 12 picks uh, in fantasy football uh, and see how your first round of your draft went and whether you're in uh, and playing for a chip or out and watching all your other friends have fun. Firstly, 
Antonio Brown. Boys, if you've picked Antonio Brown first overall or in the first round, are you in or out? You're well in. You're doing pretty well, aren't you, really? Yeah. <laughs> Number one rated wide receiver, um, 11 touchdowns. Yeah, brilliant. He's just taken over Mike Evans as well at the top yeah. of the charts. So, yeah, he was, well, the, the rankings were right in his case, weren't they? So if you took Brown, you, you probably did okay uh, and you're probably happy at where you took him. Okay, OBJ. You probably Who? had a horrible week 13 hoping to get a win to sneak in at 7 and 6 or 8 and 5 maybe. Yeah, from somebody who owns owns him in I think three of my four leagues. That's exactly where I'm at to be honest. Um 7 and 6, 8 and 5 in in yeah, he's he's been hot and cold. He's had a couple of games where he's he's gone out and smashed 30 35 points and then the you know, next next week he's he's barely got a couple of receptions. Like he's a could be a bit like that in his career. And that'll kill you in fantasy. How exactly. about if you took Julio Jones or, what was it, like Juan Markel Juan Rodriguez? Uh, Julio <laughs> Jones, what was his real name? We so, tell you on the old pod. Dave, Go and look at one Dave, of the old Dave pods. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, I think that there'll be some weeks where you've scored 140 points and there'll be other weeks where you're going, I'm going to find Julio Jones and I'm going to put a blade in his back. <laughs> he generally gets 100 yards though doesn't he so if you've got 10 points a week out of him the thing with Julio Jones I think that's that's cost him this year is you look at um, Antonio Brown 11 touchdowns Mike Evans 10 touchdowns Odell Beckham 8 even Jordy Nelson's got 10 uh, Julio Jones has only got 5 receiving touchdowns this year and, and um, didn't he get 3 in one game when he yeah, got 300 yards exactly so it's um, yeah. that's, that's what's going to piss you off about Julio Jones he's still third highest rated wide receiver in the game um, for the season, but yeah, lack of um, lack of TD isn't gonna isn't gonna is gonna piss you off a little bit. So how about if you took Todd Gurley early doors, <laughs> happy or my <laughs> word, what's gone on with that guy? And it's it's, it's like, something that I've learned this year is that you take players, and it, it sounds really obvious, but you take players on teams that have got shit quarterbacks or a bad quarterback situation is gonna cost you. And you've learned that with Gurley that he's on a team that can't do any, that couldn't do anything other than run the ball, and teams have just gone out to stop him. He's not actually had that good a year anyway in terms of making people miss. But he's um, when he is the only thing that that team can do, teams can just stop it. So don't take also, players who can who can't throw the ball. Also, teams with bad O lines or O lines that yeah don't never, help. The problem help their running it's really all. hard to predict at the start of the season who's going to have a good O line and who's not. Because we sat here true, last week true. and said that the next guy up's O-line is terrible and Carson Palmer is suffering for it, but David Johnson's actually having a really good year. So, you know, yeah. it, it's difficult. And Well, speaking of MVP candidate David Johnson, I think if you took him, you're probably happy. Am I right, boys? Yeah. Oh, you're ecstatic. Of course you are. Yeah. Yeah, number, course. number one, um, wide receiver or um, running back. Um, Definitely in, running, in running back. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, as, as in players who are both. The you flex, meant flex, okay. right? I you meant yeah. flex. Yeah. Okay, cool. Flex, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, it, and it's con- not even that close. He's just con- brilliant. Conversely, um, you might have taken Adrian Peterson pretty early and you'd be pretty fucking gutted, wouldn't you? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> what can you do about that? Nothing. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Is he going to come back? Are you taking him next year very quickly? I'd take him next year if he's there, depending on the uh, format of the draft. I wouldn't take him in an auction, but I'd definitely take him in a snake. I would, but I wouldn't take him in like the first four or five rounds, not by a long stretch. I'd take him if he was there. If he was he's, there dropping, the, he's dropping to the sixth round. Adrian he, Peterson's going to be in the sixth round. He did a few round. years ago. I wouldn't, he did I wouldn't a few years him. ago, or was that Jamal Charles? I think no, I, I, yeah, I, I, I won a league based on taking Adrian Peterson in like round six, the year after his ACL, um, when, when he came back and just no one touched him. And, league, he's never gone uh, out though. Yeah, well, yeah, I'd think he's too, he's getting to a point now whereby he's too he's too risky. He's too much of an injury risk. You don't know what the Vikings are going to be like offensively next year. Again, it's another team with a questionable quarterback situation and crap O line. Um, unless they do something in off season, and he's and he's really old. So uh, he's had three I, I full he's years that he hasn't played. So he's mm. he's got the miles on on him of a mid twenties bloke. That's well. That's true, but he's also had two really significant injuries, and that's got to take their toll as well. 
If he's there in the third round, I'll take him. AJ Green, happy or not? No, man, you you you're not at all for that. Just not enough, not enough out of him at all, is it? That that's that Bengals team's gone backwards. Yeah. However, if you had Ezekiel Elliott, are you in? Are you in? <laughs> oh, Boys, Craig, you Craig Zeke, Mangra. are you in? <laughs> I don't yeah. answer the question. If you've got Zeke, are you in? Yeah, you're probably pretty happy. Yeah. I think, yeah, you're pretty happy. Yeah, you're in. <laughs> what about if you took... <laughs> so, most most yards, second most touchdowns. Yeah, fair play. Man like Zeke. <laughs> if, um, you know, ahead of David Johnson in, in running backs... Um, so fair play to him. He's yeah, he's been he's been all right. Fucking prick. He's been all right. That called in from day. Rob Gronkowski. Ooh, that's Gusted. bitter, isn't it? He's played like Gronk. four games, right? Yeah, literally, <laughs> literally. Uh, he is going to be fifty years old and in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. If, if, he, if he makes it to fifty, still getting fucked up though. That's what you love about him. Properly getting <laughs> fucked up. Listen, fearing it up with a burn on his dick. That guy's a joker. <laughs> if you've got Des, how are you feeling if you've got Des Bryant? I think that's a that's a tricky no, he's, one. He's, he's, missed, he's missed too much time, hasn't he? Yeah. You're pissed off at the start of the season, but I think that Des Bryant is the kind of person that if you've got him and you've snuck into the playoffs, he's the ringer that could now get you 10, 12, 15 points a game um, because he's starting to come good. He's found some chemistry with Dak and the last couple of games, he's looked really, really solid. So you were pissed off in the first half of the season, but I think now if you've got him, you're, you're quite happy. And you still the, got shit to play for. That's the key. Yeah. You still got shit to play for. If you've got him now and you've snuck in the playoffs, you're right, Mark. I think you're happy with Des Bryant Absolutely. right now. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Fuck off, DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> a wanker. He's another one. Another one you're on a team what? with a shit quarterback. He's, yeah, he's Why did anybody draft him in the first round, if he's if he's eleven in this list, I don't get that. Even even with hindsight, I do not get that. It, yeah, he was he was really. He's, he was well, really his average round year. is round two, so this is this list the top twelve. We're we're basing it on the twelve team league. Your average league is a ten team league, so he would have been top of okay. okay. But I mean, uh, eleven and eleven and twelve on this list. If 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 the average person was drafting these two players in a ten team league, then. Uh, Unlucky. Well, Tuggy's uh, <laughs> alluded to uh, number 12 on the list. Uh, Lamar Miller, if you have him, uh, you're probably you're probably not in the playoffs, are you, boys? To be honest, that's a foundation. You're not in the playoffs if you've got Lamar Miller. No, I'll tell you that now. You've fucked your life up. Well, he's on your bench as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unless you traded him early. Which and the dude's getting like 60 case, carries might, a game. Might be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So, so running backs with a crap quarterback. Don't bother. Good... Uh, Good luck if you made it. Uh, unlucky. Uh, start the uh, research early if you did. And, you know, maybe sometimes don't mess with your team like the minute you draft it. Hey, Doug. I still maintain I've got the strongest team in the league at the moment. But you don't. <laughs> Play that and music. I'm not the worst. I'm not the worst. <laughs> but that's for later. Big Ben, Bill Bennett, Taylor, Dak Prescott, Fat Rob, Defensive players are idiots. Mark. Hi, Doug. Hi, mate. I was just wondering, right? I've, I've just signed up to Twitter and I'm looking for a, a Twitter page to follow. Well, tell me what you're interested in. Well, I like American football and hardcore bants. Did you say Bants? Bants with a Z, mate. Yes, ban- Bants with a Z. Do you have any recommendations? I've got you covered, mate. Check out Long Snap Pod. Is it? Plenty of Bants. Dougie, open up Twitter, search Long Snap Pod, and I guarantee you will have the banterous most day of your life. Cheers, bro. I'm out. Right, everyone got their one-sentence previews ready? Yeah, we need the song. Have we got a tune? No, I no one. Fucking hell! Oh. I've got another one. I'm gonna stick with um. I'm gonna stick with my computer games theme. Who remembers Golden Axe? Oh, one of the best games ever. Right, play that tune, Doug. You're gonna love that. You'll find a. He loves shit like this. He'll go back. He'll find like a really quirky uh, mix of the tune. He'll oh. chuck it in his garage band. He'll have hours of fun, and he'll come and tell us all about it. It's gonna be brilliant. I've sorted your life out, mate. Doug, <laughs> golden axe. It's done. <laughs>
<laughs> you ready, boys? Yeah. Okay. Oakland at Kansas City. Look, lads. Let's just get our dicks on the table and see who's his biggest. Brilliant. <laughs> Denver, Tennessee. Uh, are the Titans legit? This may just be the game where we find out. Pittsburgh, we've got Buffalo. Win or bust for the Bills. Steelers looking to finally find some consistency against the league's worst passing attack. Seattle at Green Bay. Seattle kicking into gear just like a mid-2000s Man United. Houston at Indy. What would the Colts look like without Andrew Luck? Probably a bit like the Texans. Chicago at Detroit. Surely another win for the no longer under the radar lines. Atlanta at LA. Atlanta to administer another retaliation bumming. Dallas at New York Giants. Without double checking, I assume that this game will be on at 6pm with Chris Myers and Rondé Barmer on comms. Baltimore at New England. A Monday night cracker. Can the league's best D stop the winningest bloke from winning number 202? <laughs> hate him so much. Cincy at Cleveland. Next. New Orleans at Tampa. Who'd have thought a few weeks ago that the Bucks would be favourites in this one? Jets at San Francisco. Jets to get back on track against the crappest team in football that's not in Cleveland. Arizona at Miami. High hopes, crushing disappointment. Washington at Philadelphia. Washington need a win, and this game has the feel of anything but. San Diego at Carolina. With both of these teams much better than their records suggest, this may sneak up and steal a lot of red zone airtime. And Minnesota at Jacksonville. Two of the league's best Ds take on two of the league's worst offences. One for the diehards. And they Terrible. have one sentence previews as polished as ever, lads. And uh, yeah, we'll do it again next week. <laughs> God loves a tryer. One day we'll get it right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's crack on. Any other business? Adam? Okay. Um, there's been a lot of talk in this, this section about making it a bit more positive. Um, while I'd love to do that, it's just not as much fun for me. <laughs> um, now, this is this. Anybody that knows me well has probably heard this, but I don't think any of you guys have. And it's just a bugbear of mine. And it just goes on and on and on. And it needs to get an airing on this podcast. And the tens of listeners who are out there, I thank you for listening to this. And it's, this is just going to be fact. There's no opinion here. It's just fact. And it's the definition of a pie. Now, <laughs> A pie is a, is a filling. I don't mind what kind of filling, but it needs to be entirely surrounded with pastry. It should have pastry below it, pastry around the sides, and pastry on the top. I'll tell you what a pie is not. A pie is not something that's been chucked in the microwave for two minutes with a cold puff pastry lid chucked on the top and served on a plate in a pub. If I see on a menu, beef, chorizo, and red wine pie, yeah, that sounds good. I might order that. And then this slush with... A bit of puff pastry that falls apart as soon as the fork touches it comes out. It's not a pie. A pie is a distinct thing and it should just be well put together. Pastry entirely surrounding a delicious filling and it should be enjoyed. Now, there's some, there some outliers here. You may be familiar with a cottage pie, a shepherd's pie and a fish pie. Now, a shepherd's pie, by the way, is lamb. It's not beef. Stop making a cottage pie beef. and calling it a shepherd's pie but that's another thing technically they are not pies they are just quirks of the english language that's fine but if it's pastry it's got to be right around the filling done fact stop giving me this casserole with a lid and and the price for the most specific any other business goes to <laughs> i mean that guy was on right that guy he meant that he meant every fucking word Adam, how do you Adam, how do you feel about Yanks calling pizzas pies? Every fucking way. Hey, don't <sighs> set them off. I know Americans listen to this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna move us on swiftly next. And mine is less of a rant or positive, just more of a, uh, as sharing some info. Everybody's seen the Matrix, right? I gave Everybody. up on the third film. Cool, but everybody, you gave what you gave up at the end. On the well, third, everybody saw uh, it in the cinema. Like you, me. <laughs> I, I, I watched the I watched the first two. The second one was so unwatchable that I didn't watch the third one. Ah oh, man, well you've got to love the Matrix. I enjoyed the, the first Matrix. films. First films amazing, yeah. Well, and you've heard of the Wachowski brothers who wrote the Matrix. The the Wachowski brother and sister, the Wachowski. Oh siblings. no! <laughs> oh no no! Actually. At the Wachowski sisters. They're both fucking sisters now. They oh, were the other brothers. One went, did he? 
they're both fucking sisters. Can you believe it? I I, had, I didn't realize that one had decided to make. And listen, this is n- no judgment here. Purely a comment, you know, f- free to live. I was just very shocked because I remember watching The Matrix and watching extended clip bit at the end of the DVD. And then I also watched South Park the other day. And uh, they, or Family Guy, one of the other, you know, the, the, the cartoon jokey things. One of them <laughs> made a reference to Wachowski sisters. I Googled that shit. They're actually sisters. They were both brothers and they both had sex changes. The, the madness. So if you didn't know, the Wachowski brothers who wrote The Matrix are now Wachowski sisters. Do you think it's because they were so ashamed of the third film? Probably. <laughs> oh, oh, certainly. <laughs> they needed to hide. <laughs> There's the same go for the- Edited because that's not cool <laughs> If you can edit out If you can edit out Gabby You can edit that out I watched uh, Episode 5 Of a TV show that I've now completely fallen in love with um, By A guy called Donald Glover Who was in Community and is a hip-hop artist known as Childish Gambino. Craig, you probably know him, right? I, 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 I actually do. Yeah. But, but stop the racial stereotyping. But I, no. I, I fuck with but it is Gambino. common knowledge on this podcast that you like hip-hop. Right? <laughs> it's true. Right, so it's not racist. So get off your defensive fence, right? Yeah, come down defensive off your pedestal. That, that's the first time we've heard that one. Defensive fence. Yeah. I, I wonder if it will stick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah, this show is called Atlanta. You can, if you've got Sky, it's on box sets. You can, um, wow. You can you can go and watch it and, and please do because it, it, it's um, just a really warm, heartfelt comedy that is quite bleak in tone but is actually quite uplifting and 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 really quite it's quite a special piece of television for me it's really sort of hit home for me and as as someone who really loves television it's uh it's well worth investing it's a half hour show you can bang out the whole series in or or what whatever what however much of it there is at the moment you can bang it out in a couple of hours so it's well worth doing and um yeah, just check it out because it's really good. The other one I'd like to, you know, talk about is that Westworld finishes tonight and I'm doing this. So can you fuckers finish up so I can go and watch the finale? Cheers. Well, that was, that Mark. was, that was warm and heartfelt. <laughs> Enough of that. Um, I, didn't, I didn't like that. I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to talk about something that happened to me this week. That um, it's it, I, I hate ranting about Christmas. I ran about Christmas last time. I'm going to rant about Christmas and the time again. before. And that's th- that's three weeks on the trot. I know. So specific- we bring the, we bring the cheer. And specifically, um, my son's Christmas nativity play. We got oh, a, yes. we got a letter home um, this week that said, and <laughs> this goes to show like how much that I think Christmas needs to fuck off at this time of year, right? He's doing something called the Wrigley Nativity. Dad's out there might have heard of it. Yep. It's uh, yeah, it's basically it's it's well known nativity play that kids do where they do a lot of singing. Is it non-denominational? It's pretty much, yeah. Well, no, they're all in it. Yeah, all the people that you think are in it are in it. All the big ones. So we we we, we got a letter. <laughs> and we got a letter that read at the red light. Like the Wrigley Nativity costume reception 2012. Right, and these are the cast parts in it. Donkey, Mary, Joseph, Angel, Wise Men, Shepherd, Sheep, Stars, Innkeepers, Camels, Cows. The line after that is, your child is dot, 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 chicken. (laughs) What the fuck has my son done to get a part in the nativity play of a chicken? It's not even... Of one of the parts. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I love my child. <laughs> Is he a moron? <laughs> what, what the fuck has he done to manage to not be? You know, he didn't even make being a cow or anything. He's poultry. He's a oh shit! Chicken. He fucked up, dog. He fucked up. He fucked he up. <laughs> the, the worst bit is he did this. Um, he did this last year when he was at preschool 
and he was the donkey. He was the donkey. So what's he done? He's he's had a year and he's he's gone from donkey to chicken. He's just Fuck. believed his he's believed his own height. He's mate. got he's, he's, got, he's, got, he's, he's come Billy Big Bollocks, hasn't yeah. he? He thinks he's Clint Eastwood. He's mailed it in. He's, yeah, I think someone needs to. He rolled, up, he rolled up in he rolled up in your sunglasses, mate. That was the problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can I can I make you an offer or on behalf of my son? Um, he'll trade. He'll want. He'll want the part of a chicken because he's got storyteller number thirteen. <laughs> I'm not even making that up. Oh, <laughs> You've got me there. <laughs> but at least, at least storyteller's credited. Chicken isn't even on the list. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking funny. I will post. <laughs> I will post That's the sucks. photo of this letter on Twitter so that you can <laughs> you can enjoy it. Uh, just to see exactly what this is but my god yeah chicken and it means that my missus has now got to go make a chicken costume which is yeah he wins he wins on the costume doesn't he yeah he'll take that one brilliant (laughs) nice one that's a perfect way to wrap it up and uh yeah we'll uh, see you next time cheers gents cheers fellas cheers cheers great So if you're still with us, you know we reserve the last part of our pod to talk about our personal league. So um, week 13, we have a 12-team league, so week 13 was the last week. Uh, everyone got so got their places sewn up. You're either in or you're out now. You're either playing for a championship or playing for fun, and we know there is no respect in playing for fun. Uh, how, does the, uh, how does the league look, gents? Well, I'm not bottom anymore. <laughs> so successful season. <laughs> so yeah, we've got so we we split our two. They're, they're, these two boys aren't too happy about this. Let's just let's, let's run through this. We've got two. Um, we split our league into two divisions. Uh, we got the international and in the international league, Endzone Heroes uh, clinched the third spot. Tight one there with Incognito uh, All Stars both six finishing points. six and seven, yeah, and a six, six point difference. Between them, massive. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie. I don't feel bad, Dave. Dave, man. He's out. He's out, boys. Dave, He's oh, gone. Shit. He's gone. So that was that was that was great. That was great. You you have no idea how good that was. I enjoyed. It. Look, everyone's laughed. That was brilliant. Look how much fun. At least you brought some fun to the table, today, <laughs> mate. Endzone heroes are in. Uh, the Randy Loners with a massive points advantage, um, scoring uh, fourteen hundred and twenty points. Randy Loners in second. La Roja in first. La Roja looking kind of shaky to me. La Roja, you're looking shaky, baby. Uh, Ten and three leading the, the division, uh, but moving through. National League, Big Brown Bears make it over Mark. Mark finishing fourth in six and seven. Uh, we know Doug uh, was out of it. Uh, Neil, Neil making a late surge, eight and five uh, and second position. And me topping my division at 10 and three. Uh, With less so points than the two teams the, below you. It's all about when you peak though, isn't it? It's all about when you peak though. Don't worry, don't worry about that. Uh, so I, 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 the, the stats speak for themselves. I'm scoring points every week. Every week. Boys, what are we saying? Who's... Uh, Let's go. Who's going to win it all and who's going to come last? Dead ass last. Well, Nick's come last, hasn't he? He's finished well, last. Because you go into you go into a um, you go into a little playoff yourselves. Didn't yeah, you? that, that, no, but that's that. irrelevant because the draft position decided on final position in the league. Before nah, whoever go, yeah, fine. Who, who, but, how's, yeah. It, how's it worked out on the forfeit? Is it whoever comes last in the consolation, or is it um, who comes last now? It's last in regular season. It's always been last in regular season. Really. It's always uh, been yeah? that. Yeah, that's what last in regular season gets first pick of the draft. It's always been that. Oh, we've got, got to see what the commission says because I, I, I'm i a favour of if you don't win a game in the consolation bracket, then you come last. Because then surely the argument is if you're going on if you're going on that, then um, in theory, Laurent has already won the league because no, they've got the best, in, they've got the for, best record now. For draft now, so position, why... it's always been the team uh, that I've finishes got the last. Best record. There you have. You yeah. both got ten and three, and he's got more points than you. So why? Do you have to... 
Whatever. <laughs> he, he said record. Dra- yeah, draft position has always been decided by whoever comes bottom of the league. They get first pick. We'll wait for we've, all, we've been trying to get we've been trying to get heat to do it for years. Whereby if you if you're in the consolation bracket and you win the consolation bracket, you get the um, first pick of the draft. But my because point it, is, it incentivizes quite... playing all the way through the season, but it never happened. But my point is, why does the playoffs decide be... who wins overall, but doesn't decide who loses overall? Just cause. All right. Okay, good. <laughs> that was a shrug of the shoulders from Doug. Okay, <laughs> that we need we need a we need a commission on the loser, uh, and who's who's going to take it home? Who's going all the way? Uh, as long as you and Martin don't, I really couldn't give half a shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's all there is to it. But I tell you what, it does. This proves that having the two divisions works because the rivalries are real. Yeah, they are real, and uh, I've uh, I'm going to win. But I'm going to put it out there. Fuck it. I'm going to win. Uh, uh, or if I don't win, Neil has put a late run together and that team is scoring points. He's had a dodgy trade there when he's uh, managed to accumulate, um, acquire Mike Evans. Um, but I think if I don't do it, I like Neil. Anyone but you, Craig. Literally anyone. <laughs> even, even anyone. Anyone. But it could be Doug. But it could be. Yeah. And <laughs> it could I don't be. think you'll beat, got... <clears throat> I honestly don't think you'll beat the learners if you get to the final. <clears throat> All right. All right, bro. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think you'll beat, beat I don't think you'll beat But it's almost like I'd rather you won than Martin, but I'd I'd just you hope would. you both lose. <laughs> like both of you out in the first round that would yeah, be that'd fucking be dream dream six if, if the commissioner it, it, came impossible. If, if the commissioner came through and found out that you've been playing an unregistered player that would be the perfect situation unregistered I've been, I've been doping I've been doping boys <laughs> <laughs> four game ban so let's go then uh, let's look quickly around the, around the horn which is definitely not a popular show on ESPN Dougie winner Randy Lerners Mark winner Adam, you're not in our league, but do you want to shout a winner? You, no, Craig. Cheers, you, Craig. mate. That, that saves Brown you off. You're, you're I dead to me. You, you are literally dead to me. And I'm, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to back myself. Uh, let's see how it takes out. The record will show I didn't say anything about Serena. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy, gents. Laters. Cheers, yeah, later. boys. Cheers.